The following is a fourth-hand production. They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. 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 Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that has never had an exorcism, but loves a good jazzercism. This is Hysteria 51. Now stack, release, contract, release, contract, release. There you go. Smiling, smiling. Smiling now to the pelvis. Front, back, front, back. Push it, pull it, push it, pull it. Yeah! There you go. Now your favorite thing, the hips, sugar. Come on and shake that cute little booty of yours. Ow! Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago, I'm one of your humble hosts. My name is John Goforth. Bar none, I am the most humblest. Alongside is my co-captain, Mr. Brent Father Guido Sarducci Hand. Uh, the 11th commandment. Wait a half hour after eating before you go swimming. Ah, call me by my nom de plume, I see. Little in fact... SNL wasn't Sarducci's first TV appearance, John. The character was actually first on Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Remember Laugh-In, John? And now, folks, it's socket to me time. No, no, hold it, Judy. There's no socket to you tonight. Oh, no? Mm-mm. Oh, thanks, fellas. Hey. Oh, God. Yeah, unfortunately, I do. I, I always found it creepy. And speaking of creepy, Brent, we're back to the paranormal tonight. And mm. thank the good Lord. I, I, my eyes. <laughs> Not such a flat topic. Oh, my, <laughs> my eyes were going to go crossed. And I think I was going to start walking with a limp if we did the flat earth one more time. And we're getting to our guest, David Weiss, this evening. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. All right. So, uh, I'd, we we do have a third member of this show that That's I'm going to go ahead and introduce. Uh, he's also going to tell us about tonight's topic. Here is the one, the only, the third wheel that leads us down the road to perdition, Conspiracy Bot. Plugged in and powered up, it's the cranky Conspiracy Bot with tonight's topic. You're all idiots. Fellas. Tonight we're talking about demons, demon hunters, and exorcisms. Did I ever tell you about the time I was possessed? <laughs> you weren't possessed. You just had a different voice for a while. There's a fucking solid difference there. <laughs> I think we have a clip of that. Let's play it. You idiots don't know your ass from a hole in the ground. Kiss your gallbladder goodbye. Listen to those sultry tones. I don't know why you changed it. Sultry or sexy? You know what? The, the AI just wasn't working, so I put it up for sale. Um... Amazon, I think, is what the one who is bought it. Is the one who bought it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds familiar. It does. <laughs> see, about, see, about how exactly did you think you were possessed? What, what, how did that transpire? Listen, ass clowns, I know what I know, and I was possessed. I don't think he's got a, a firm grasp on uh, possession. <laughs> or how it works, or, yeah. Possession and rape, I think, in his mind are, <laughs> are very similar things. I'm going to possess John by the end of this show. Yeah, see? There it is. <laughs> Oh, possessed or not, that certainly is creepy. All right, Brent, before we get to tonight's topic, is it time for a segment? Wow! Here we go, ready? 
ready or not The following content is sure to be hot The information we'd like to present Now it's time for another segment Hysteria hype this week We're going into paranormal history well, tonight's a paranormal topic. You might as well. It's not so much history as current day, I, I guess I should say. We we touched on this in our Up All Night episode. The Mothman has been uh, in the news as of late here in the lower fourth dimension. He's taken up residence, it seems, in Chicago. Yeah, like, Richard Gere was seen at O'Hare. Is that what you're talking exactly about? That's exactly what I'm getting at. Even You know it's been big time when the, when the Chicago Tribune is even talking about, like, uh, What's with all the Mothman sightings? And the scary part is when the Mothman comes, it's usually a sign of doom and gloom is coming. So I'm surprised he hasn't lived here I thought here that was longer. just when Rahm Emanuel did a press conference. <laughs> Wait, are we saying that Rahm Emanuel is the Mothman? I'm just saying they're in talks to join forces. Okay, fair enough. So, you know, you've got Point Pleasant, which is the... Uh, where it first began and then Mothman was first seen. And then we got Chicago and it's not only like Yahoo's going, Oh, I saw him. Like even people like workers in the Hancock building were like, uh, yeah, literally a flying humanoid was on the windows outside of the Hancock building. It is probably some fucking genius with a, you mean a genius that's turned into an insectoid kind of like, uh, was his name? Baxter, Baxter Stockman from uh teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was the fly very close to the mouth. No, it's probably a genius with a drone that he's got like some humanoid kid on it and little red eyes and just <laughs> laughing his ass. Wait, off. wait, wait, to be clear. I couldn't understand you. You said humanoid kit. Not kid. You know, kid, yeah, like they've got <laughs> literally in, <laughs> flying humanoid shit you can put on drones. I thought you meant a child. <laughs> no, you, we strap your new son Lincoln to the drone. <laughs> I am, I am home. a proud new father. I just hope he's not actually the Mothman. <laughs> this is your new hometown, Lincoln. <laughs> I would, I couldn't figure out why I wouldn't stop crying. Yeah. So forget Point Pleasant, Chicago. Mothman has made his home. And Mothman he, Central, if you will. Yeah. Like, um, it's it's like we're we are the uh, the the focal. He's so. Make, what's the most recent story? Just that he was seen at the uh, the, Han- the, Hancock? the Hancock building was the one that kind of has made everyone go. Oh, this is interesting, and I think people are actually taking it a little more serious now, thinking someone's doing something. Did the article say whether it was uh, nighttime or daytime? I think all of them have been in the evening yeah, around seven thirty. Always eight annoys o'clock. me. It's always at nighttime. Yeah, it's because you can't see it as well if it is. <laughs> obscured drone. yeah like oh we can't <laughs> couldn't see it it's so good so you know I, I find that fascinating that this is in mainstream media talking about like yeah fucking mothman well that, that's uh that's fake news alternative facts <laughs> that's that is true but i remember when the chicago tribune wouldn't have never Never thought about talking about Mothman or, or Bigfoot other than with like a wink, wink, nud. That was also nod, when the nod. Chicago Tribune had a larger subscriber base than seven. <laughs> That's true. I, you know, think of ch- time, times they are a changing. We are. People want to read the articles. We're actually going to double their weekly downloads <laughs> by talking about uh, print, print news. I remember print news. Don't you, John? Uh, my robot. <laughs> My in-laws are staying at my house right now to help with the newborn child, and my uh, father-in-law reads the Trib and the USA Today daily. Oh wow! Like, okay. like the front to back, and 
has to be in order and don't touch it while he's reading it kind of thing. That's exactly right. That's it. Wonderful. And and you know the other interesting thing? They'll have CNN on all day, which I don't have a problem with, uh, like catching up on the news, but then mm-hmm. want to watch the 530 nightly news. Yeah. What, what, you've been watching the news all day. Like, oh, let's turn on the nightly news see what happened today. You know what happened today. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know what happened on the freeway in Chicago. <laughs> they only know what happened, you know, in the world marketplace. Now you got, you got to dial it down a little bit. A tanker truck went off into the median. Here is, I can sum up almost every day in Chicago. A car was on fire on every road because if you commute here in Chicago, you will see cars on fire daily. It just blows my fucking and mind. And a person was hit by a train. Yeah. All, all the fucking, you were on a train that hit a person. That's true. <laughs> you know, better than being on a person that was, was hit, hit by, by a train. train. <laughs> yeah. It just blows my mind the shit that you become numb to with that robot. <laughs> I think that's the music playing us off. Yeah. Seriously. This is like the Academy Awards. We all take right. A all right. All right. Cast box, John. How about that for a segue? That is my favorite app to listen to podcasts about the Mothman. That is true. You listen to the best podcast in the world that talks about Mothman, Hysteria 51. Can I? How's but, that what for is, a but what is special plug. about Castbox that would make me want to listen there? Because in Castbox, you can go to each individual episode like this one and leave comments, not just about the entire show. Dial it down by episode. Give us a thumbs up so on that. So if, there. for instance, somebody listen to one of our most recent flat earth episodes and had some particular thoughts on on uh the the two guests that believe the earth is flat they might leave comments there you mean the two guests that are actually woke and not a shill idiot like you and those so-called nasa freemasons and shit that we had on you ball earthers (laughs) (laughs) is ball supposed to be like a, a derogatory term for sphere i i mean Maybe it's not even a, it's a spheroid, right? It's not perfect. Ball earthers. It's not Brent Hand. It's not perfect. You know, but you know what is perfect? The Castbox Castbox app. FM. I would get Check the orange version, not the purple. There is still the old purple app. Get the orange version of it. You can get it in iOS on the app store, Google it's Play, great. or just go right to Castbox.fm. Play it on your desktop. Enough shenanigans, Brent. All right, let's get into it, John. Hit us with the Gophopedia on tonight's topic, demons, demon hunters, exorcisms, that whole shebang. Smorgasbord? (laughs) Smorgasbord! (laughs) I like the new music choice for this one. Thank you. (laughs) Seems fitting, right? Seabot, well done. Merriam-Webster defines a demon as an evil spirit, a source or agent of evil, harm, distress, or ruin. Throughout history, people have been tasked with the hunting and banishing of these spirits, some sanctioned by the church or other acknowledged entities, some freelance. Now, that is a hell of a pastime. <laughs> what do you do on the weekends? I like to crochet. I like to banish the dark, evil entities of this plane of existence. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> they read the Constantine comics one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> they sneak into they, they sneak into Catholic uh, churches just to steal the holy water. Yep, yep. I've made water I balloons. I drink holy water. <laughs> Uh, some just some just are fucking crazy, but with all of the common goal, as stated before, of banishing these spirits. You know, I like I like this. It's very concise and everything. And also, if you look at most of my ex girlfriends, they were also a source oh, or boy. agent of evil, harm, distress, or ruin. Like you just change a couple of words here, and it it works out into my life. But you are, of course, are not talking about your beautiful, wonderful current wife. No, not the current one. You're right. <laughs> But not the future one either. <laughs> I always tell Lisa she's my first and third wife. 
<laughs> the big question there is, will you have a fourth? Mm, no, 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 no. You learn from your mistakes. Third time's the charm, John. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the history of this. When people think demons, they probably think the Catholic Church. That sounds kind of ominous, and I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean evil when you think of the Catholic Church, but Catholics exorcisms, things like that. Exorcism is a religious or spiritual practice of purportedly evicting demons or other spiritual entities from a person or an area they are believed to have possessed. Well, the Catholic Church, for two reasons. One, they have such a long history, right? So every if it's come up, it's come up in the Catholic Church. It's been around since – well, since Christ was here. Yeah. <laughs> Second, um, the, they officially recognized exorcisms as a real thing. Not every religious, sometimes, but yeah, but yeah. not every religious organization out there has done that. No. So when you raise your hand and say, "Yeah, this is a real thing," you're obviously going to get some scrutiny when it comes to said thing. But they are not the only ones that have exorcisms or demons. Now, demons isn't a universal term, but that whole thought process is in a lot of other religions as well. So before not we- to be confused with daemons, which are <laughs> spiritual creatures that. Uh, you're laughing at me. It's true. Like in, in like the occult and wicked and stuff, they're like spiritual creatures that are like talking animals. Those are daemons. I thought you were talking about daemons, the place for ribs. <laughs> <laughs> that we got kicked out of as kids. More than go once. To, yeah, we go in there and order like seven of us order one appetizer and play the trivia, the, the trivia games for like four hours. Another refill on my bottomless Coke, please. <laughs> That poor, poor 17 year old server is like, we get these fucking kids out of here. You get the fuck out of here, kid. <laughs> Meanwhile, we, we say kids, we were like 16. Yeah, right. So it's funny because we, we said there's this whole world out there besides Catholics that look at it. We went to listverse.com and they had the top 10 worst theological or mythological demons. Not worst because they're terrible. The idea worse because they're actually evil. Uh, before you jump into the list, uh, a, a couple worth pointing out that are, that are pretty well known outside of uh, Catholicism slash Christianity. One that's really well known, uh, Asmodeus. Now, that mm-hmm. name has been used in pop culture and a lot of different movies and TV shows, comic books, etc. But that comes from um, Judaism. Mm-hmm. And and I think it actually made its way into Christianity, but uh, an old, old world demon um, that, that walked uh, across the earth. A demon that's set in his way. She's maybe. <laughs> in my day, we only possessed men. Yeah. Now you know demons are out there possessing women. They should be in the kitchen. <laughs> um, no, but he, uh, he uh, in the desert areas back, you know. Back in the Middle East and all of that, he he wandered the desert and took people over and made deals with them. And he'd he'd show up as one guy and say you should do this, and then he'd show up as another guy and say you should do that. He would um, basically anytime anyone did anything wrong, Asmodeus made me did it. Yep, yep. Made me, made me do it. <laughs> Either way, uh, and then also in Islam, the jinn, which has a lot. The jinn is like a a catch all for for so many different things, demons, but I also think for of genies. Genies, mm-hmm. right? Right. I mean, you can look at the genie in Aladdin and say that's a takeoff of a djinn, but you can also say the djinn was a demon. I liked in True Blood when she's like, they're talking about, yeah, werewolves and all this real. She's like, next thing you know, you're going to tell me that genies are real. And he stops. He's like, never talk to a genie. Never accept anything. (laughs) She's like, god damn it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, in Islam, djinns were not uh, happy-go-lucky creatures. They were, they they were essentially demons and could possess people. And, and I say it past tense, like Islam isn't a thing anymore. It certainly is. I'm saying that Jen are uh, a negative demon type of spirit. I think all these are negative. That's, that goes without saying. Um, 
I'm going to butcher these. I'm going to go through these kind of fast. They are, there's, there's lots of vowels in these. <laughs> Not so many consonants. <laughs> so number 10, we got the, it's A, B, Y, Z, O, Abzu. We're going to. That sounds great. It's Jewish again. And Pork chop sandwiches. It's a female demon who was believed to be responsible for miscarriages, stillbirths and things like that. So that's terrifying. Then we got the Agris, which is of Christian de- demonology. I love that word, demonology. This is can a you ma- major in that? <laughs> you can, I think, in certain. I like Pat Robertson University. Yeah. <laughs> it was a male demon makes those who run stand still. A terrible thing for a victim to do during, say, a tornado or something. So if I, if I, everyone's had that dream where they're trying to run, but it feels they like can't. they're that's actually the a mud. demon. Messing so it means with you. I need an exorcism because I had that dream. That's right. Okay. Number eight, we got the Akamana, which is Zoroastrian mythology, and the name means mana made evil. In this case, the word mana represents the mind, so it makes you go mad. This 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 demon. That doesn't sound like much fun. Allah, A L A. Which not, is a pre-Slavic, not, not Allah, right. but Allah, pre-Slavic and Slavic mythology and Christian demonology. They're some of the few demons on the list who does evil deeds, but can be persuaded to do good deeds and can even help you. So like which, a leprechaun. Yeah. Like hey, maybe, uh, well, you got my gold. So get, I got to do something. Got my for gold. It. Yeah. That was my, uh, that was my leprechaun voice. <laughs> it's like, I, it's I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> that was better. I got to admit. That? Yeah. Remember that from, uh, from Wayne's world? I do. <laughs> the Osage or Osag. You know, you I'm mentioned, sorry. oh, going back to Allah, uh, or no, going back to Allah or however you say it, ALA. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned that it was Slavic and then it made its way into Christian mythology or Christian demonology. That's so true in, in the Catholic Church and in Christian. It's a catch all. A lot. What are they going to incorporate? The, this, the, this, early, the early church to try to draw in other religions would use symbology and a bunch of other stuff from their religions to draw them in. Like the, uh, uh, the, the Christmas is obviously, uh, based on the birth of Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, day that they chose was to co- uh, was to align back in the day with the winter solstice yeah, it to was bring to, in the Wiccans, to, or to say "fuck you, Wiccans, we're taking it over." There's there's two ways to look at that. Like, hey, we're taking this from you, conform or get burned. <laughs> it's 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 like the Nazis um, use. It, it's like the Nazis adopting the swastika. Yeah, right. Wait, did I just adopt? I did I just compare Christians to? No, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I, I meant just the adoption of symbology. But it's funny if you go over into Asian countries, there's swastikas everywhere because over there it doesn't have that same connotation. It still means like peace, love, harmony, things like that. And so, though, aren't those? Isn't the swastika that Hitler used like a reverse swastika? I think those are. I don't know. Ang- are, are, are literally they, the arms when you the see other it, way. whether no matter which direction it is. <laughs> Thanks, Hitler. You you gave it that connotation. Don't, don't go to a dinner party and start telling people, no, the swastika's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get very far in your conversation. It depends on what dinner party you're at, really. No, that's but, true. So we got Asag, or Asag, A-S-A-G, which is Sumerian mythology. you got to love a good Sumerian myth. And it's one of the many demons that causes sickness. So these dudes make you sick. I caught it in a sog a couple weeks <laughs> oh, ago. I got it in a sog, man. Oh, me too, man. Here's some Pepto. Then we got the Belphegor, which is Christian demonology and Kabbalic mythology. Which is a, a derivation of Judaism, correct? Yeah. Kabbalah. Cabal, yeah. The, no, not Cabal. <laughs> not the Cabal. 
This guy is absolutely unbelievable. He's got to start in Assyrian many, many years ago, and he was first called Baal Peor. He's associated with orgies and that type of lewdness. So this dude makes you want to go have sex and just have a big old orgy time, which I guess turns out is evil. But I read this on the the internet, so it's probably not true. <laughs> Don't be so overly dramatic about it, Chuck. And then we got the Jicken to Nikki. J-I-K-I-N-I-N-K-I. Jicken to Nikki. Uh, and a uh, little known fact, this is the source material for Adam Sandler, the Adam Sandler vehicle, <laughs> Little Nikki. What else, Little Jicken to Nikki? <laughs> then we got the Japanese Buddhist mythology on this guy. And they're the spirits of uh, selfish, greedy, or ungodly people. So, Man, I know a lot of those. Yeah. Like, I need to get some exorcisms going. <laughs> number three, we got the Pontianic, which is of Indonesian mythology. And the Pontianic are the the Pontianic are spirits of ladies who died during childbirth and became undead. So that's, again, terrifying. Anything that's got to do with, like, dead babies and childbirth, like, oh, my God. Wait, so you, so you die in childbirth, you become a demon? That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a, I don't think I want to believe in that religion. Oh, man. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Jesus. Then we got the Lady Madei, which is of Slavic mythology, and it is certainly a unique female demon, it writes. She is said to pose tough questions and make conversation with laborers working in the fields during the hottest part of the day in summertime, as is to make your day even worse. Uh, she asks tough questions at inopportune times. What is the land speed? <laughs> African swallow. Yeah, African or European. Then we got number one. The Lamastu, or Lamashtu, Sumerian and Mesopotamian mythology. It's a heinous, terrifying demoness said to menace women throughout and after the end of their pregnancy. Seems like a lot of times they couldn't really deal with the bad things that, that happened, happened during pregnancy. pregnancy. And instead of blaming anything else, some sort of demon must have been responsible for this. It just makes sense. <laughs> Are you, wait, is that an allusion to my new child? <laughs> Sometimes the demons pass on through. <laughs> and uh, usually they're, they you, they say you can tell if a baby, and this is true, they say you can tell if a baby is going to be a demon or not because it's usually given a name of a prominent figure from past that <laughs> lulls people into, like, good thoughts. Like, I don't know, like, you could say, like, if I named him George Washington or something like that. Uh, like a, a great past president. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you named your baby something like that, it, it lulls people into to this false sense of confidence, and then they, you know, suck their blood, things like oh, that. Oh, oh, good, good. How good. is Lincoln, <laughs> be, uh, by the way? He's doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> he does have a uh, he does have a stork bite. Have you heard of stork bite? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, they have a little red mark on their head that eventually goes away, and they call it a stork bite because the old wives tale that you know the stork brought the baby what the uh, hell you, how the hell the babies get here then <laughs> oh if it's not a wives tale yeah like, we, we got to talk after the show <laughs> conspiracy about you have any thoughts i got that new board you can draw me a diagram i want nothing to do with john and his spawn all right so they work back to catholic christianity all right so that's enough of of, of the yeah, non let's, get, let, let's get into the juicy stuff the stuff they make movies the about. one that you think about yeah right so catholic christianity exorcisms are performed in the name of jesus christ a distinction is made between a formal exorcism which can only be conducted by a priest during a baptism or 
or with the permission of a bishop. Wait, wait, now, when they say during a baptism, they mean that they go ahead and spray holy water during the exorcism. Not, mm-hmm. not you can only do an exorcism when you've got like three babies up on stage. Yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah. we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and baptize these new kids today. <laughs> oh, but wait, first, we've got Julia in the back who has a demon inside of her. Julia, come on out. Which is fun because I, for some reason, I think your son's first words are going to be, all right for the rest of the show let's just go ahead and quit referring to my child as a demon or anything that needs an exorcism let's just start there okay avoid the obvious got you good good point Agree to disagree. <laughs> Fuck you, Seabot. Just, just go away. <laughs> we'll just forget about it, John. We'll, we'll, we'll stop talking about it. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you said, conducted a baptism or with the permission of a bishop and prayers of deliverance, which can be said by anyone. So, time to update the old resume, John. Turns out we can perform exorcisms. We mentioned in a past episode that we are both ordained to do weddings. Brent, you've actually done one. Uh, I'm ordained to do so. Mine is through the Church of the Dude, uh, the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I wonder if in the um, fine print, if it if it gave me permission to offer prayers of deliverance. I'm going to fucking fuck you in hell. Yeah, well, like, that's, that's your opinion, man. No. <laughs> like, you do what you gotta do, man. I kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, there's a beverage here. You might quit rocking the room. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it, Donnie. Let's go bowling. Uh, So in the 15th century, Catholic exorcists were both priestly and lay, since every Christian was considered as having the power to command demons and drive them out in the name of Christ. So in the 15th century, basically before people were reading books much, they just said, hey, all of you can do exorcisms. Yeah, like, hey. Uh, Billy over here's got a cold, must be the devil. Let's lock him in a room and perform an exorcism. <laughs> you know, the priests were instructed to carefully determine that the nature of the affliction is not actually a psychological or physical illness before proceeding. Nope, not crazy, just evil. Let's do it. Like they're, they're supposed to make sure that you're not, you know, schizophrenic or anything like that. I think that's, that's an important point to stop on the, the whole. Mental illness thing. Look at you, you, you picked up on movies. Look at the, 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 the most recent, you know, in the last 10, 20 years, the movies that have came out that have actually touched on priests that did exorcisms and then went to trial because of it. And the whole thing was, Oh no, this person was mentally ill and you fucking killed him. Oh yeah. The exorcism of Emily Rose. Emily Rose. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and there's been others like in the news where there's nothing you're going to say that they're not going to believe. No, it is actually mental illness because the ch- church and state separation, the state's never going to say, well, maybe it was a demon. <laughs> it was, it was one hell of a deal to get the, the Catholic church to say that. Now so let's forget for a sec. If you ask the Catholic church, they will say one in 500 that reach out to them are not, um, actually demons that need exorcism but rather no 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 499 are not right. one is one is yeah. right right so the point is that they say 499 times it's not that and it's most likely mental illness mm-hmm. so no matter of what side of the coin you are whether you believe in in demons and whether you believe in the exorcism is necessary or you don't it is a very real thing that a lot of troubled and mentally ill people get uh the shit beat out of them. They get lots of horrible things done to them in the name of exorcism, whether it be religious or non-religious, just trying to get the demons out. Well, it's a lot easier to blame things. He's got on- a demon. Beat him with a stick. 
it's easier to blame things on evil than thinking that people are actually capable of some of the things they do. Look at the, you know, these bombings and, and, um, theater shootings, things like that. It's a lot. It makes people feel better to go. That wasn't the person in control of themselves. That's a demon. And, oh, and, and that's on the evil side of things on the mentally ill side of things. If you have a mentally ill person, wouldn't you say they're open to suggestion? And that's when the cannibalism started. <laughs> Seriously, like I mean, the, people you're, are you're talking about up. a mentally ill person, and you go run fifty exorcisms on them. Mm. They're going to start to believe that they are Im- imbibed with a demon. I mean, yeah, that's like, just going to happen. Like you said, people are imbued susceptible. with a demon. Either way, people are susceptible to 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 words like. If you tell someone that they're a bad person, they're going to start thinking, well, I'm a bad person. Exactly. If you tell someone that they're beautiful, they're going to think, well, I'm, you know, beautiful. That's how you fuck up a kid. Look at you, John. <laughs> I, I want gonna, you all to realize that he I, tried to make fun of me and No, couldn't. I figured like I've been too harsh on you this episode. You know, you're an only child, so you have this delusions of grandeur. Alternative facts. <laughs> Thank you, Seabot. <laughs> Hey, Seabot, this week I think I'm going to team up with you. Uh, let's go, let's go after the, uh, I don't know, we already got his gallbladder. Let's go after the spleen or something. <laughs> I'm in, but make it his soul. So this isn't, even the idea of exorcisms isn't a purely Catholic practice. Hindu, Islam, Judaism, Taoism all perform their own type of exorcism because they look at things and say like this is an evil spirit we need to cast it out and by the late 1960s roman catholic exorcisms were actually seldom performed in the united states and by the mid-70s popular film and literature revived interest in the ritual with thousands claiming possession just like you said that whole word of mouth you talk about yeah, it. Uh, uh, was it 1973 the exorcist uh, came out yeah, yeah. Fucking that movie stands up to the test of time. It's disturbing. Except for the spinning head. Oh, she turned out hot later. Like she's the old lady, older lady now. She's very pretty. <laughs> I'm serious, man. That demon. No, I'm just laughing because the moment I mentioned like the spinning head, you can <laughs> everyone's picturing like the spinning head and the spinning the 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 the, the green pea soup. And yeah. The, his, your first reaction is she's hot. <laughs> your brother sucks cocks in hell. She's a really pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, that, I mean, that movie definitely brought it to the forefront. Well, you got that. And then so you have these maverick, I guess one might say, maverick priests jumping at the chance to perform exorcism because you got to think that's the big leagues. If you're a priest, an exorcism has got to be like the one of the, the top things that you could do. Don't you think like, I don't know, because, because it depends on your on your on your perspective. Yeah. Don't, don't you think some people in the Catholic Church are like, this is B.S.? But you know what? We're really tired of Todd. Let's go make him the exorcism guy for Florida. <laughs> He'll I'll keep him busy. Right. So exorcisms that I mean, are perform- – How many exorcisms – I, I want to see per capita by state. I bet you so many more happen in Florida. Oh, well, I mean, hey, look at You know, at Florida people. guy? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think he's possessed? He cut his dick off and he ate another human's face. No, no, that's normal that's here. Just, that's just – That happens. That's just Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> Which in Chicago, a guy was running around on drugs this week, cut his dick off. He, he cut his own off, yeah. And then and, just kept running around. Because then, and then to make things worse for himself, he went ahead and ran after the cops. So public service announcement, if you're in Chicago and let's say you're running around like a stark raving lunatic and maybe you cut your own penis off. If the police approach you and ask you to do something, don't turn around and run at them. <laughs> it's not going to end well for you. 
go ahead and tell you that's a, that's the tip that, that follows you no matter where you're traveling to, John. <laughs> you can take that with you outside of Chicago. I mean, the guy you literally you literally went to try to spear a Chicago cop. How did you not get shot? I I, <laughs> I just don't know how it didn't happen. So back to these maverick priests. I just love that word maverick. He's a maverick. The exorcisms they performed were, according to contemporary American religion, can I be cl- goose? Yes, you can. Clandestine underground affairs undertaken without the approval of the Catholic Church, without the rigorous psychological screening that the Church required. So we've used the word maverick. We've used the word underground, and use the word clandestine. It seems to me that this is like Mission Impossible no, for Catholics. It's uh, Tom Clancy wrote this outline for us. <laughs> so in subsequent years the church took more aggressive action on the demon expulsion front meaning they're like hey uh somehow you're actually giving us a worse uh picture in the public eye than we already had so if that was possible yeah do you do you think though that like the catholic church might have just come forward and said yeah they're real but we're gonna go ahead and regulate it just so hundreds of priests weren't out there doing all this crazy shit. Well, yeah, people. because they were, they were hurting people. Number right. one. And number two, like, I think that the Catholic church does believe that these are real. Well, Pope John, the, extent. Pope John Paul II performed one. Yeah. I, I mean, they, at least certain popes have believed that. Now, and the funny thing he is like that, a rock star, didn't he? <laughs> I like, I liked him. Like he was the last Pope. I'm like, I get with this guy. No, that came out wrong. Pope is cool. No, but he's like a Nazi. Back what are you in the talking day. about? No, 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 no. The one that quit was the Nazi. He was literally. This one looks evil. This one looks evil. This one is cool. He's like, hey, let's like, you know, love other people. That's true. That's true. Maybe he's possessed by that one demon we were talking about. I was like, orgy. <laughs> hey, hey. So wait, wait. Why to, do I feel like that? To follow. Like, hey, you guys want a party? <laughs> to follow the through line of the show, you're saying the new pope is a leprechaun. I, so to speak. Okay. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, you guys wants to party over there? Ah, I'll give you some blessings. And gold. Oh, oh, forget about it. Forget about your sins. We're talking about the church here, John. Why does the public seem so drawn to it when so many of the public are atheists? They don't believe in, they're not nihilists. We don't believe in nothing, but they're, they're, they don't believe in any sort of religion, but yet they love, they as in the proverbial, they all of us. I don't believe in anything. But yet these are, are blockbuster movies, and so many people that aren't religious believe in, in ghosts and demons and things like that. It's the same reason that the movies around UFOs and other extraordinary tales, whether you believe them or don't believe them, do so well, because everyone loves a good extraordinary tale. That's true. And I also think that a lot of people don't know what they believe, so they put one thing out where in the back of their mind they're thinking, oh, I don't even know what you know, and so that plays into it a little bit. And uh, there, it's kind of like the negative version of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't believe in any of this shit, but man, what if I'm wrong? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the last thing you want to do is is have a demon bugging you. I mean, it's one thing to be wrong about. Um, uh, did, did you want, did you want strawberry or Concord grape jam? Uh, God, I don't know. What if I make the wrong choice here? You'll be okay. You could have, I want the plan or all fruit is what I want. That's what you want. Okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, you'll have an opportunity to have another sandwich another day. No, you make the wrong decision about whether demons exist and can threaten your life. Hi, you're going to fuck this pineapple with your asshole for for the rest (laughs) of time standing on these coals. Shit. You should have checked that other box. (laughs) (laughs) You made the wrong decision. He chose poorly. (laughs) 
John and I did a little bit of research for this. Research? I don't know. We didn't exactly go to the Catholic Church, but we did go to this we, thing. We, we asked demons to infect Brent. <laughs> the weird part was he got nicer. <laughs> Fuck this guy. We actually... <laughs> they started screaming, let me out! Let me out! It's like that... Did you ever see that... Um, that sketch on Key and Peel where they're the two, they're like the two older ladies in church and they get possessed by the double and they're like, I'm, I'm ripping this motherfucker's dick off. Like, look at it. It's hilarious. They get possessed and they take the devil, beat the shit up. And he's at the end. He's like, Jesus Christ is my personal savior. <laughs> like, please, Lord. See <laughs> about play a clip. Oh, you know me. I'm blessed and thankful for every day. Mm-hmm. All right. But, you know, my grandson, Jason, got himself wrapped up in the leathery claws of Satan. <gasps> Not Jason. He got himself arrested for the spray painting and the vandalism. Oh, Lord. And I tell you, I never raised my hand in anger. But if he don't let Jason go, mm-hmm. I'm going to punch that nigga Satan in the nuts so hard it wipe the dick licking smirk off his horned ass face. Mm-hmm. With my prayers. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So we did go to this thing called Spirits with Spirits. It it was hosted by Colleen Carroll here in, uh, actually in Berwyn, Illinois, just right outside of, of Chicago. There is a bar called the James Joyce and it's purportedly haunted and they've had a lot of experience there. And so once a month or once every few months, she goes in. And you can sit down with her and she has you try to talk to the spirits are there. And, and John and our wives, we had a private session. It was just the four of us. And we went in with her. Had a lot that of sounds fun. so dirty. We had a private session. <laughs> and we didn't really get the spirits talking to us, unfortunately. She wanted to think. But we, we, did, did. we did get the temperature of the wall to go up a degree. Yeah. So, you know, we're haunted. It's one of the ways you're supposed to know if the spirits or demons are there. You you shoot uh, um, one of those laser thermometers at the wall mm-hmm. and you say, hey, spirit or demon, uh, raise the temperature of the wall. And, you know, inevitably it goes up a degree or down or a down, degree. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, right? Now, she said, of course, there's no demons here or we wouldn't be doing this. And at the time, your wife was present. Uh, your wife was pregnant. She was also present. <laughs> Your wife is pregnant, and so she was like, well, I definitely wouldn't be doing this with you if there was anything that could hurt you. And I was like, well, that's a fun tagline. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I did – the thing I didn't enjoy the most out of that was her talking about the things like these – she's part of a ghost hunting society. They have went to all these, quote, unquote, haunted places and did readings, and she was playing some some – what are the EVP sessions and things like that that they've commented? It was a lot of fun and we didn't really learn a lot about demons, but we had a fun evening drinking booze. Spirits with spirits because we were drinking beer. We were drinking spirits. Yeah. Well, I was drinking spirits. spirits. Yeah. So with spirits. Yeah. It, it See was what fun. they did there. So I think that brings us to break time, John. And when we get back, we're going to talk about how does the church now feel about exorcisms and uh, we're going to perform an exorcism on John. Can't wait. <laughs> when we get back with more hysteria 51. <laughs> Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages was yeah. the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. You guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. 
What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation, too. So (laughs) you can, you know, learn how to speak. And, you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. (laughs) In that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's it, they design it for long term retention, you know. It, and, yeah. Uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you you say it until you do, and then you know that that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why you know this has been trusted by experts for thirty years, and there's over twenty five different languages that you can learn, and people millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with you know you get speech recognition, and mm-hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use like the built in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally though, this is something that we use and we have, both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long-term and uh, it's something that uh, it works. You know, and we don't, we don't do long-term stuff like this. And this is, this is the one that we've chosen and we love it. So all you guys got to do, don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times. And it's always now, right now, get started for Larry limited time. His Air 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50% visit Rosetta Stone. Dot com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. Wow. Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rashate, you're oh. 50% off. <laughs> Rashate. <laughs> redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What 
what a feeling when we're dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> what I didn't tell you is that I already hit record. <laughs> Damn it. Speaking of demonic possession. <laughs> well, demon, I mean, that's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, demons, they walk on the walls. <laughs> you know, it's like a Jamaican. Is, is that what he was talking about in that song? Jamaican's video was just he was, he was possessed and moving around that room. And same thing. With that him. was just a regular yeah. room. <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome back, Hysteria Nation, to our demons and exorcism and all sorts of fun. Things that go bump of the night episode of Hysteria. And don't forget 51. Demon Hunters. Demon Hunters, famous Demon Hunters. Demon Hunters, uh, I Googled when we were getting ready for this, <laughs> and uh, I thought we were doing an episode on World of Warcraft. That's true. That is true. We could, we should probably. There's enough lore there to fill out uh, five or six podcasts. Not not episodes, I mean full podcasts for multiple years. Of uh, uh, Here are of the content. 17 people that were murdered because of World of Warcraft. <laughs> Here are the 3,000 that were married because that, of World well, War. We were just talking to Jamie on our History Nation. She met her husband through online gaming. I met my wife through, well, I, I, I guess you could call it gaming. It's called Match.com. <laughs> talking about uh, murders due to online things. Yeah. We're so, talking about when the church was doing these these <laughs> these maverick priests doing all these outlandish exorcisms. So when does the church now? What, what makes it, uh, an exorcism not outlandish? Um, when they've actually uh, used the scientific method. <laughs> 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 to decide if it's needed or not, John. All right. Based on the scientific method, I've decided that this exorcism is very landish. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not outlandish. It's, 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 yeah. It's, what are the, what are the words? Nothing's ever landish, but things are outlandish. No one's ever whelmed, but they're overwhelmed. Or Maybe underwhelmed. Even underwhelmed. I just want to whelm you. I hope we're whelming you this evening, audience. That is kind of the goal of this, this podcast, my, really. This is my NPR voice. <laughs> Now back to all things considered. <laughs> so when does that's the, the only NPR uh, show I go to? I well, that's know. you know, it's they they have such a, a fine catalog of rip roaring good things. Now NPR is okay. I don't want to shit on NPR. It's about to say, that, you know, this this behemoth of a podcast making fun of that little network. Speaking of networks, <laughs> sometimes your network needs to fill needs to mail things. Stamps dot com is your way to. <laughs> Oh, I wish. I wish. I wish we could spend a half hour talking about stamps.com. Pay me. So when does a church feel an exorcism is actually needed now that they've kind of buckled down on all these, these, as we said, these crazy priests that were just exercising everyone willy nilly. So there's certain signs that they need to have for them to go, okay, this is actually not someone who's just loony. They are possessed. These are signs of demonic invasion, and they vary depending on the type of demon and its purpose, which we talked about all these other religions have different demons. The church sees there's different types of demons as well. It's like raising fish. <laughs> exactly. You don't want these two demons in the body. One might eat the other one. <laughs> <laughs> don't leave them in there for too long. So you need all of these things. But for the pH this. level in your body has to be <laughs> right. You need all these things for for this to actually be recognized as someone who needs a an exorcism from, an from exor the Catholic Church. Exorcism, please get it right. You're going into a vowel, so you Texas can Tunyon. not uh. well, we've, The reason I said un is it was a reference to Outback Steakhouse, Steakhouse's onion. And as we know, they build their, their Outbacks in pentagram shapes. That's true. Un, onion, 
unexorcism. I see what demons, you did there. It's fair. Loss of appetite. Speaking of Texas Tunyons. <laughs> How do you put 9,000 calories in an onion? <laughs> How is that possible? It's all in the grease. So loss of appetite. And, and no, no. Well, but even better, let's dip it in ranch. <laughs> Go ahead. Everything's better in ranch. That's true. Speaking Cut- of loss of appetite. Mm-hmm. Cutting, scratching, and biting of skin. Number three, a cold feeling in the room. We were going back to spirits of spirits. This one doesn't drop two or three degrees. It drops 20 or 30 in spots. So, so far, if I'm not hungry, I'm scratching at myself a bit, and it's chilly. I might be possessed. <laughs> yeah, you're right. An un- you might be a redneck. <laughs> an unnatural bodily posture and changes in the person's face and body. Now, if you've seen, like, in, in the movies, they do, like, those horridly contorted crab walks that obviously have broken their back. They're not talking about, like, she's doing the splits. It's, uh, uh, it's I saw, out there. I, I literally I saw a video of someone who was supposedly possessed, and they were about to do an exorcism, and the talking head comes back and says, well, you can obviously, obviously see that this man's uh, skin by his temple is boiling. The, there were some bumps, like he had mm-hmm. acne or leftover yeah. acne, but it's obviously boiling. Changes in the person's face and body. Um, number five, everyone is kung fu fighting. <laughs> <laughs> that was just to make sure you kids hadn't fallen asleep at home yet. <laughs> I just don't. I just find it hard to believe that everyone was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I mean, what was Tommy in the corner doing? (laughs) Those kicks were fast as lightning, John. Uh, The possessed losing control of their normal personality and entering into a frenzy or rage and or attacking others. (laughs) I guess that's if they don't normally do that. (laughs) (laughs) Number six, changes in a person's voice. Uh, and, And that's kind of fun because a lot of times it sounds like in some of these recordings, not only is there a voice inside them, there's five or six voices inside them making noises at the but same the, time the recordings are always like it sounds like the person trying to do a different voice i heard you yeah uh, like i want to hear i want to hear a recording where where the person the person says my name is asmodeus and i will take you all over rape you and kill you like i yeah i'm down for that <laughs> i mean the, then i i would believe a little bit more in this supernatural physical strength not subject to the person's build or age is number seven meaning you got four or five guys holding down a 12 year old girl and she's throwing them across the room so the avengers could be superheroes but they could also be just be possessed and sometimes they fight those possessed people it's 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 you know it all comes back together speaking or understanding another language which they have never learned before meaning usually it's latin you know, and they just start like cursing in Latin, and you're like, well, Johnny uh, is four. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not really sure. Knowledge of things that are distant or hidden. Maybe they are really into. You re- <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> how do you know a turn by turn directions to Dunkin' Donuts in Tokyo? Well, that's what I say. They're either one of two things. They're really into remote viewing or they're high level Scientologists that have learned to leave their body <laughs> and go read the newspaper in, in Germany, like they say you can go do. Or they have Google Earth. True. Prediction of future events, sometimes through dreams, is number 10. So things that are actually going to happen, they think that they're, oh, our daddy's going to get hit by a truck, and then he gets hit by a truck. That's not just because they have, you know, 
a sixth sense is that sense is from the demons. All right. So this one I get stuck on. I get stuck on not because I think it's it's uh, demons or, or somebody being taken over. But I do I, – and I don't know what it is. But I do believe in that – in the idea that you have a dream um, and you're like, man, this felt so real. And then a year later, you're like, I dreamt this happened. And a lot of times it's like that Mandela effect. You know, your mind remembers things differently or the way it wants to be. Now, they're not talking about that. They're talking about they wake up. Billy's going to trip over the the chair into one. <laughs> you know, it's a little more to the point the Catholic Church is wanting you to know. Then we go to number 11, levitation and moving of objects or things. Strange things are fun at the circle. One might say. Uh, yeah, that one, I believe I would go, yeah, it's pretty possessed. It's like that time when uh, you you said you woke up during an earthquake. It was like, great, I'm evil. <laughs> <laughs> that was some comedian years ago I heard make that. He said, I woke up in the middle of an earthquake. And he's like, fuck, I'm evil. <laughs> He's done awful things to people, and he'll do awful things to you. We got expelling of objects or things. Uh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Her head rotated around, and she vomited pea soup. She'd never eaten pea soup, but she vomited four and a half gallons of it. Why did a transformer just fly out of Johnny's mouth across the room? <laughs> it's a crowd. It's a go-bot. Damn oh. it. Then we got number... Go get, go get the cheap priest. <laughs> Number 13, intense hatred and violent reaction towards all religious objects or items, which uh, around 50 to 60 percent of my Facebook friends, it seems like, have a, a hatred and violent reaction towards anything that's religious. So, you know, uh, that's a scary thought. So when you when you look at that, obviously, if someone's just mentally ill and they think they're being um, exercised. Yeah. They're, they're oh no, get that cross away from me and start screaming. I want to see sizzling, sizzling when it touches yes. your skin. Yes, smoke yeah. rising. Yes, yeah. That that was the point I was making. Thank you for finishing it. <laughs> Number fourteen. Bring this it on whole home here. Fucking thing. <laughs> Severe anger towards entering of a church, speaking Jesus' name, or hearing scripture. Like violent reactions to just the name Jesus Christ, or taking them into a church. Like I said before, it burns, you know, that kind of shit. Like don't sprinkle them with holy water. They, they, they scream 50% of those are eh, and 50% of those. If that happened, I'd go, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know, like if you can really predict the future while levitating and vomiting out, you know, lumps of coal, that's a telltale sign that maybe something's wrong. And it's not because you bumped your noggin and decided to, you know, eat the family pet. <laughs> you don't expel sulfur at 40 miles an hour. <laughs> Because you bumped your head. <laughs> Though some people smell like sulfur, so you know you got to make that distinction. That's a good point. So uh, before we get into um, the, if if somebody is possessed, how you uh, exercise them, and then the live exorcism that we talked about. Yes, correct. Before we get into those, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. We talk about demons so much, but we haven't talked about what like uh, an actual demon is, or maybe even looks like. So. Do you think, and I mean, obviously none of us know, do you think it's like this spiritual thing that you can't see and then invades a body, like a spirit, like a spirit? Or do you think it's something um, more nefarious looking where you can actually see this hell beast uh, that's got the big jaw and the teeth and it's red? I think if you're asking me for my opinion, right? Um, uh, for the first time this year, yes. Yeah. I think that 
if it is a true demon, they don't come to you. And do they really look like that? Maybe. I don't know. But I don't think they're ever going to really. Pre- Are they visible? Present themselves to you in that way. I, I guess if they wanted to be. Um, if, if we're presenting them as, as something that's real and true and happening, probably, but I don't think they would ever come forward as that. It's like in Annabelle. There's the new Annabelle movie. Like, like I think I really like the Conjuring movies. They've been fun. And this new one, if you've seen the trailer, it is how Annabelle, the, the, the doll gets possessed was this family's daughter dies in the movie. And all of a sudden there's, they're seeing little girl through the house and stuff. And they think, Oh, it's our daughter. And she's like, can I inhabit the doll? They go, of course you can. Uh Oh, now you realize that's not our daughter. It's a fucking demon or something. I can see if this is true and these things happen. I see something like that a lot more likely than the, um, the demon in the corner and so you don't imagine a red horned scaly creature with claws. No, I don't think they would, would portray themselves as that if, if they could keep from it. I prefer that idea. And then I will be Constantine and I'm going to get a holy water gun and, Mm -hmm. uh, and various other procure various other uh, ancient trinkets to, to fight them. Can can we do that? That, You know, I always thought that let's get a utility belt. Here's my way of fighting demons. Well, fat guy, I sweat profusely. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to bathe in holy water all the time and drink holy water so that it comes out my pores and then I burn them when they touch me. Drink, not bathe. Both. Because it gets into your pores. Let's let's talk about the way the human body works. Well, let's talk about this, John. So you ever heard of like bathing like these wrestlers and UFC fighters would bathe in oil? and grease and then when they would sweat it gets in their pores and it comes out and they're slippery and they've actually banned it you can't do it anymore so what you 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 heard it here first skin. folks dana white is a demon <laughs> so what you put your skin next to it would get in there i'm just saying i think over time you start getting with it you know and all wait, of a sudden so wait 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 i want to get this straight you're going to use osmosis to defeat asmodeus <laughs> yes <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So, like, like everyone's getting destroyed, and they don't really know leave that guy alone. Why? <laughs> no, he sizzle. We sizzle when we touch him. You know? <laughs> I'm just, I just got my dick out, pissing on all the demons, giggling the entire time. That's the way I'm going to fight but it. That's, it's a Saturday night for you. Yeah. <laughs> you only replace demons with just the general public. <laughs> oh, officer, they're all demons. You don't understand. I'm, I'm doing this for you. And then he cuts his own dick off. <laughs> I made the news. See, I, I brought it back around. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. good. So process of exorcism. How do we exercise people? Well. And one and two. <laughs> so I've been wanting to make that joke for a while. The person possessed may be restrained so they don't do harm to themselves or anyone else present. That's number one. Time down. Number two, the exorcist then prays and commands for the demon to retreat. Hey, get the fuck out of here. Number three. In Latin, right? I mean, you have to do that in Latin. I mean, I like to think they, they can understand it no matter what you're saying. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. 
After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The Catholic priest recites certain prayers, the Our Father, Hail Mary, and the Athanasian Creed. Athanasian, I think is the way you say it. Creed, f- chant these things. They just hate it. It's like nails on a chalkboard to these demons, I guess you could say. The There's exorcist, nothing better than annoying a demon. That's right. Exorcists follow procedures listed in the ritual of the exorcism revised by the Vatican in 1999, not that long ago. And before that... It hadn't been revised since the 1600s. Yeah, so, I mean, every once in a while, <laughs> every once in a while, season exorcists use the Rituale Romanium as a starting point. Do you think when they decided to revise it, you know, the, the, the new printouts they had to find sponsors for? <laughs> this literally happens every four centuries. This, and this is brought to you by GoDaddy.com for all your <laughs> hosting needs. GoDaddy. <laughs> so that's this, this rituale Romanium is Asmodeus. the starting point. Is taken. Right? Not always following the prescribed formula exactly. They go off script, have a little fun with it. Hey, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna play with this one a little bit here. <laughs> I just love how it's like, choose your own adventure. Betty's got a demon in her. What are we going to do here? Uh, I'm I'm just going to free ball this one. See what happens. Free ball. (laughs) The Gale Encyclopedia of the Unusual and Unexplained. Love it. This is going on my bookshelf. something from Harry Potter. I found out this is real. It's going on my bookshelf. So the Encyclopedia of the Unusual and Unexplained describes that an exorcism was a confrontation and not simply a prayer. And once it's begun, it has to finish no matter how long it takes. If the exorcist stops the right, then the demon will pursue him, which is why the process being finished is so essential. You cannot... Stop halfway. After the exorcism has been finished, the person possessed feels like a kind of release of guilt and feels reborn and freed of sin. And not all exorcisms are successful the first time. It could take days, weeks, or months of constant prayer and exorcism. That's why it's not usually one Catholic well, yeah, priest. The, it's multiple in shifts. We talked about the movie, The, the uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. That was obviously based on the, the real-world uh, exorcism of Annalise Michelle. And they exercised her 67 times. Now, that that's the example where the, yeah. the parents and the priests actually went to jail mm-hmm. because the, the court said that they should have used uh, – they should have forced her to eat because she died of starvation. Yeah, which is horrible the way to go. She weighed nothing. She, she, well, she, weighed, uh, she weighed nothing when she died, less than 80 pounds. That's – yeah, crazy. So you've got these – these priests we've talked about, but who are some of the famous demon hunters and exorcists? Because there's not only people that do these exorcisms. There's also people that go after demons out there and you don't know a lot of their names. There's not, there's not exactly the Constantine. I keep saying it. There we go. That's one countless priests, but not a lot of regular people other than Catholic priests. You do have, and we are talking about Annabelle, the Warrens. Ed and Lorraine have become incredibly popular in the last few years because like of the they, Annabelle they movies. They pop up 
one in every ten episodes that we do. Uh, you, uh, because they, they've had their fingers in everything of the paranormal. See, they're married Roman Catholic couple who were highly controversial American paranormal investigators and authors associated with a lot of prominent cases and hauntings. So Ed was a World War II a uh, United States Navy veteran and former police officer who became a self-taught and self-professed demonologist, author, and lecturer. And then Lorraine professes to be a clairvoyant and a light trance medium who worked closely with her husband. So they were both claimed to be in, in tune with such things. And in 52, they founded the New England Society for Psychic Research, the oldest ghost hunting group in New England. They were famous. They were famous then like the people knew their names and the reason they know their names now you've got amityville the conjuring annabelle the perrin family haunting the enfeld poltergeist the demonic werewolf of london these are things that is that even where the if song werewolves in london comes from oh Werewolves of London. <laughs> Lacked me as Taylor. <laughs> That's just like my favorite line of it. Anyway, like these people, uh, they would do cases and then they would write a book and it would get in. Let me know. Amityville. Fucking huge. The Conjuring. All this. The Infield Poltergeist. That's a, a, a fantastic case. Most of these you've heard of or, or they ring a bell for a reason. They're fun stories. And the famous. <laughs> famous demon case in 1981 Arne Johnson was accused of killing his landlord Alan Bono Ed and Lorraine were had been called prior to the killing to deal with the alleged demonic possession of his younger brother of Johnson's fiance and the warrant subsequently claimed that Johnson was also possessed so at trial Johnson attempted to plead not guilty by reason of demonic possession, but was unsuccessful with his plea no you mean the court wouldn't take that and then the book, the case was described in the 83 book, The Devil in Connecticut by Gerald Brittle. If nothing else, the, <laughs> the Warrens, they've got a lot of books and movies based on So if, if nothing else, their stories are really good. The thing about the Warrens that I think is they were easily tricked a lot of times. I believe they really believe the things they said. If you look at them, they struck me as I believe what I'm saying. They claims to see so many things that I don't believe that you because see. I think they people were 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 acting out things in front of them and they just wanted to be so true. Yeah, but when she went into the basement and says she saw a demon in the corner, I don't know, but maybe she was mentally ill too. Like I believe that she thinks she saw the perhaps things. mentally ill from Amityville. <laughs> mentally ill from Amityville. Accidentally killed the family. Still, still, yep. Say it, he won't. We'll cut it off there. All right, yeah, we'll be done. So we got some others. Not a lot of them are are real people, but you talked about John Constantine, Hellblazer. What a fantastic and you know what? Underrated movie. And I uh, great movie. Great movie. And I will say that if I were fighting demons, I would ask for Keanu Reeves' help. That's true. That I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I mean, he helps people. He, uh, you've, you've seen all the stuff about Keanu Reeves on the internet, how he randomly goes out and helps random. He's literally a living superhero. <laughs> I'm just, he, he might be the one. You know who else is the one if it's not him? Peter Venkman. Of course. <laughs> Next episode, Bald Cats. <laughs> I remember that. Van Helsing, Van Helsing. What you know? You can't look at a lot of Dracula. Would I guess be a demon? You know, he worked for the Holy Cross. You know, hurts him. 
things like that. So you got to throw Van Helsing in there. Who else is Where, there? Where's Van Helsing from? Is he Austrian? I don't know. Uh, Newark. <laughs> Nothing better than an Australian to play an old-timey demon hunter from the middle of Europe. <laughs> With long hair and bulging muscles. And and that, blah, that was blah, another blah, blah, Hugh blah, Jackman blah. slight. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, I don't not know why a... I do him all the time. I actually like Hugh Jackman. I don't. I don't. I, I... <sighs> Who else, John? Who else are some famous demon hunters? I mean, you got to go with all the Ghostbusters. He was good as Wolverine. For a time. <laughs> For a time. <laughs> all right. Uh, who else? Um, well, you forgot Egon. Egon. Um, if you if you read DC <laughs> Comics, you've got Frankenstein's monster who goes on to battle the forces of evil. The brothers from Supernatural. The brothers Grimm. That's not where I was going. No, I'm saying we're, I'm adding on to it. They're not other. near as attractive as the brothers from Supernatural. <laughs> Every woman in the world loves that. Show. And then you and then hey, you've got. Hey, what, what what demons and and or apparitions were on that show? I don't know. But I stared at them. But their muscles look good. What was that horrible movie with? I'm not. That's I'm not narrowing. I'm not narrowing this down. But what was that horrible Vin Diesel movie where he's like the last witch hunter or something like that? Or, I think that's what it was, wasn't it? The I last, don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen. Oh, it. Uh, Fast and Furious Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> the last witch hunter. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, John? Do you, do <laughs> was you the Rock a witch? Do you buy into to demons? Do you think this happens? Do you think that um, exorcisms are necessary? If you couldn't tell like, by my, I'm, I'm wiping my hands together maniacally as I'm asking you this. And I have no idea. <laughs> I have no why. idea why. I don't know yeah. if the the mic's picking it up, but I feel like, Smithers. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Oh gosh! All right. So, if you couldn't tell from my tone throughout the episode, I'm not a big believer in this stuff. Uh, I've I've mentioned before on episodes that I I am. Um, I am a believer. I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I'm a believer in God. I'm, in fact, I'd probably even categorize myself as a Christian. I believe in Jesus. Um, that said, uh, the idea that demons are walking the earth, possessing people, the idea of the spiritual warfare, it became really popular in the 80s, right along with the whole satanic frenzy. Um, I th- Which is going to be an upcoming... Uh, yeah, we're going to do an upcoming episode on that. Yeah. Uh, there was the, the screw tape letters um, uh, and a few other books that were, that were all about this. The, the idea that... That there are otherworldly beings, angels and demons, fighting on another plane of existence here on Earth for our very souls. I don't believe that. I think that I think we fight for our souls every day when we decide to do good or bad things. I, I, I think that a lot of the evil in this world is in us. And we decide whether we are going to do good or evil on a daily basis. And if we choose to do evil... You know, that's where evil in the world comes from. And and I think that a lot of the people out there are either A, evil, or B, a lot more likely uh, mentally ill. And that, that it gets mistaken for that. So, no, I don't really believe that that there are these apparitions that are in in inhabiting the bodies of people. And because wouldn't they do more than just writhe around and bitch? I mean, you would think that a possessed person would go push people into traffic, <laughs> you know? Uh, well, who's to say that go- they don't, John? Maybe these are just level ones. And by the time they get to level three, shit's going down. Who's to say me? <laughs> That's you heard maybe, it here first, folks. Maybe Jeffrey Dahmer was a fully engulfed, uh, possessed person. You know, maybe James. No, he was just pure evil. And you, well, that people like to throw out pure evil it must have been demonic because it's easier for wait, them. Was to, this the part of the show where you asked for my opinion? Yeah, but I'm making it make sense. <laughs> is what I'm doing. That's that's where I help out. Like you used to say, where where uh, we give our opinions and you tell us why we're wrong, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I I don't. Yeah, I don't believe in it. I don't. 
I don't think there are other worldly apparitions walking around inhabiting people. I agree, especially with what you said about a lot of people are mentally ill and they use this as a way to a coping mechanism. Well, it's easier for me to think that my son, because I'm Catholic, is possessed because then it's not his fault inherently or something wrong with him other than the fact that Satan incarnate sent his minions, foot soldiers to, I to, do, minions. His, to do his 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 dirty work. I do believe that there are spirits um, and, and things like that. And so inherently I can't just say no to demons because, you know, it, it, the Bible talks about them. All sorts of every society has talked about them in a way. Maybe is that a, a straight up from Satan demon? Is that just an evil spirit? I think bad things happen in a lot of. Do you think actual demons have Twitter accounts? Follow have up you qu- been on Twitter? Yes. Fo- follow up question. Do they have control of Donald Trump's Twitter? Isn't account? this the part where I give my opinion and then you? Oh, oh, that's right. I just don't bitch when turnabouts. When, turnabouts yeah, fair play. That's right. Is what, we, is what we call that turnabout. <laughs> turnabout. And I'll keep talking. <laughs> Look at the wall. I'll draw a circle on it. And you can keep your nose in it. That's the punishment you're going to use on your son, right? When he's bad, go what? stare at the wall. Uh, so I'm with <laughs> you. I'm with you. I think a lot of this is just misplaced, wanting misplaced. Um, anger and things like that. But I, I do believe that there are demons. I, I believe that that is something that, um, because I can't, I believe in spirits. I, things like that. I am a Christian. I believe in them. That's our thoughts though. What do you say? Hysteria nation. How can you let us know? Jump on Facebook and go to Hysteria Nation. It's our discussion page on Facebook. Besides that, also on Facebook, Hysteria 51 Pod. That's our basic page. You can check out all of our episodes there. And And make sure and like the page. You'll get updates on the new episodes and random articles when Brent feels like it. That's right. And don't forget to hop on Twitter at Hysteria 51 Pod. And while you're there, make sure to check out some of our other friends shows out there. At Secret Trans Pod. At Travel Oddities Pod. There you go. Uh, also, don't f- forget to check out Geek Yogurt at Geek Yogurt. And leave us a voicemail. Oh, my gosh. That is the best thing. And guess we have, why? What, Brent? We have had several voicemails come in in the last few weeks. So many that we are not going to play them all on this episode, but I've got two on deck. So here we go. Let's play them. One and two. Here we go. Brent, John. Scott, this is Corey, long-time listener, first, well, you get the idea. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I had a lot on my mind about the show lately, guys. Uh, you know, it started off, uh, honestly, a big fan of Red or Fed podcast. You got me hooked on Hysteria 51. Uh, I'm proudly sporting the uh, Hysteria Hype t-shirt. And, uh, you know, I've, I've noticed a couple of things, and... Uh, I'm not so sure that it's the right direction, guys. Uh, first off, Brent, you lost the gallbladder and you picked up more uh, more voices. No longer are you just a guy from Brooklyn. What's happening, man? Are you expanding? Are you growing as a person? I don't know if I can deal with that. I'm I'm looking more for you know shallow, lowbrow humor, and T-Box is the only one delivering on that. I don't know what's happening, guys. Uh, John. I've noticed that you've stopped picking on Brent Swillwater. Bud Light is still there, right? You didn't convert him over to some craft brew, or one of the guests haven't converted him to a cider, have they? 
And CBOT, what's the deal? You're not singing as much as you used to. These are things bugging me, guys. The only other thing I can say is I haven't heard a whole lot over the last dozen or so episodes of speed bugging. But, Brent, you've been redeeming yourself the last few episodes. You've made an appearance. I appreciate it. Keep rocking, guys. Doing what you do. Love the podcast. Hi, I have a question in regard to uh, the Flat Earth uh, show. Uh, in uh, Round Earth theory, there is a uh, uh, in the summer. There's um, a, the uh, the in the northern hemisphere in the summer. These there's a day that lasts thirty days. In the southern hemisphere, in our or in the northern hemispheres. Winter in the southern hemisphere summer, there is a uh, day that lasts 30 days, while there's night for 30 days in the summer, in our summer in the northern hemisphere. So if uh, that, that's very easily explainable with the uh, tilt of the axis on a round Earth, but on the flat Earth, um, in order for there to be a, a solid day on the outside of a disk around Antarctica, how could that not be observed in the northern hemisphere if it's flat? And uh, wouldn't it have to be a solid ring of light? And why would that look like a uh, single sun in the sky? Thank you very much. And I'd like a decoder ring, please. And as you can see, if you leave us a voicemail, we will literally play anything. <laughs> so, Corey, thanks a ton for calling us. And, uh, you know, letting you, I, I feel from his tone, you could tell he likes me better than you. I think is the, you know, he likes singing. He loves speed buggy. So it's obvious. You're possessed right now. <laughs> you don't mean the things you say. It's okay. And then what better than to tie in a question for our flat earthers? Because I'm sure they're going to take the time to sit down and give you a rational, thought out, scientific answer <laughs> to anything you ask them. Question for Hysteria Nation. If you're still listening, now that we're doing the wrap-up, uh, you're definitely a fervent fan and we appreciate it. Would you like to hear another Flat Earth episode where we just go at it? We have David Weiss back, but we aren't polite like we were, and we just go balls to the walls and argue to the hilt. If you would or if you won't, let us know, Dairy Nation on Facebook. Or give us that voicemail at 773-669-7277. That's 773-669-7277. You could be like our new hero Corey out there or our anonymous <laughs> question poser and if you want the world to know how much you love hysteria 51 you can buy a t-shirt at t public just search hysteria 51 or if you want to go directly to our store tpublic.com slash stores slash hysteria dash 51 and if you weren't taking notes which i'm disappointed in you and we'll talk about you that always after take class. notes you always take notes but if you show. weren't taking notes you can find all of this at hysteria 51.com don't forget to tell a friend about the show this week that's your homework and with that said i've been brent i've been john he's been conspiracy bot stay woke meat sacks thanks for listening to hysteria 51 a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories mysteries and the unexplained we'll be back again next week with more known unknowns if you'd like us to discuss a particular topic suggest a guest or simply seek some truth we'd love to hear from you you can email the show at hysteria51podcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter at hysteria51pod.
listening to a fourth hand joint. 